Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Good morning, everybody, or hello, whenever you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast today. It is Wednesday, March the 29th, 2023, and um, hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Sandy, Pastor Tim, and Jane. Good morning. Welcome. So glad you're part of the podcast today. We, uh, and we are rolling towards the start of Easter week coming up. Um, just a few days away from Palm Sunday. Um, busy time in church life, man. We got uh, Easter extravaganza going on in Oldsmar. Um, so those Bayside family, uh, that's going to be happening uh, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon. So if you have the kiddos, grandkiddos, get them out there. Get them out there early, though. You want to be at the park ready to roll, lined up by nine o'clock because as soon as it hits nine nine a little bit after that first easter egg hunt will happen so um and i know tarpon springs is having a similar uh easter event uh egg hunt up in tarpon springs so s- several in the new spring uh, church family are helping out with that so yeah so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun a lot of things happening and then of course starting easter uh, week with palm sunday and all the events leading up uh, to that so wow well happy three years molly that's awesome three years ago that's awesome welcome three years ago yesterday you started uh listening to the podcast and being part of the the morning uh bible study that's awesome 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 so glad you guys are part of the family you guys are awesome all right we're going to be reading mark 11 today and seeing what the lord shows us Let's do it. Some of the similar things that we read about yesterday from the Gospel of Matthew are going to be covered today in the Gospel of Mark. Always a little different angle, different Gospel writers, so different angle. So um, let's do it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's see what the Lord says to us today. Mark 11, verse 1, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. Hmm. When I read this story, I always kind of wonder, like, is there something the Lord is asking uh, that uh, of me that is mine but he has need of it. Hmm. Is there something that in my possession, it could be a thing, but more than more often, uh, you know, it could be certainly it could be a thing like my car or my, or my money or my house, or it could be a thing or my computer or what it could be a thing, but it could also be a talent. 
It could be my time. It could be a gift. It could be a perspective. It could be a resource that I have. Is there something that the Lord is saying, um, you need to untie that and bring it here because I need it? Hmm. How about for you? Is there a gift? Is there something? I'll, I'll just leave it to you. A something that the Lord has been prompting you, has been nudging you uh, to untie and, and let him have it because he has need of it. Maybe it's your story. Maybe it's your testimony. Maybe it's a ministry gift that you have. Maybe it's a gift of prayer, a gift of faith, a gift of courage, a gift of encouragement. What is it that you need to untie, or is there, not to, be, not pres, not to presume here, but is there a something that the Lord is coming to you and asking, you need to untie that and bring it here, because I, I, the Lord has need of it. Well, for the the uh, for this person, unknown, un, unmentioned person, they had a cult. When we get to heaven, we'll get to know who that is, who had this cult and freely gave it to the Lord for his use. They went and found a cult outside in the street, <clears throat> tied at a doorway, and they untied it, and some people standing there asked, what are you doing uh, untying that cult? And you know, when you untie that thing that you've you've been holding on to, but you're going to give it to God, people will ask you, "What are you what, huh? what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that?" Well, I'm 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 going to giving this to God. What? Huh? Excuse me. What are you doing with that? They answered as Jesus had told them, and the people let them go. When they brought the cult to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches that they had cut in the fields. Those uh, who went ahead and those who followed shouted. So they're, you know, they got the cloaks that are over the donkey. Jesus is sitting on it. Uh, people are waving branches, right? It's like flags. It's like a, this is like a patriotic parade, man. Flags. Hosanna, save now, right? That's what Hosanna strictly means. Like save, but like not save like whenever you get ready, but like save right now. Like now, save now, deliverance now, you know, kind of thing. And so they're shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is is the kingdom, is blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heavens. Save, save now in the highest heavens. Um as we mentioned yesterday, you know, this whole thing is it's this Palm Sunday, you know, it's kind of ironic, right? Because he is a king. He is deserving of praise and hosannas. He is, he, is a, he is coming, actually, to save now. It's true. That is why he's entering in Jerusalem. He's entering into Jerusalem to save and to save. And now, and, and at that moment, that was the moment of salvation. That's when salvation was going to be uh, ushered in and available very shortly to all humanity. When Jesus suffered, died on the cross, gave his perfect sinless life as an atoning sacrifice for the sins of, of the whole world. So he was going to save now, but the irony is they did not, they, they, were, they were asking for something, that, but they really didn't know how, what they were really asking for. They were praising Jesus for something, but the, the, um, the clarity, the clarity wasn't quite there. Um, so yeah, 
so Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything. But since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Hmm. So Jesus goes and kind of takes a look around the temple courts, but it's late, and he's, he probably does, he sizes up what's going on, takes a little inventory of what's happening. But since it was late, uh, he went back to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Y'all hungry? Even the, I've been trying to do this like intermediate fast thing. So like I'm not eating till like noon. So, so yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure am. Sure am, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm not. I'm okay. I'm fine right now. It usually hits me around 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is like, man, I'm hungry. I could tear up a cheese biscuit right now. And we have these snacks at church that are not like, they're delicious, okay? But they're not helpful when you're you're trying to eat a little healthier. So back in the conference room, which used to be the choir room, um. There's like these baskets of goodies, snacks, you know, because you got to keep the musicians fed. You know, they, you got to keep them, you got to keep the musicians fed and and taken care of, man. You got to make sure that they, you know, you know how the musicians are. God love them, <laughs> y'all. Some of y'all out there, y'all out there right now, listening and watching and you know, entering into the Lord's presence. But you know how you are. You know how you are. I love you, but you know how you are. You got to have your coffee, you got to have your caffeine, you got to have your your snacks. You got to keep the divas happy, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I'm a little bit that way too. So anyway, uh there's but there's plenty of snacks back there. You know, there's Cheez-Its, there's uh granola bars, there's Pop-Tarts, you know, cuz if you know, they come in early for and they miss breakfast. They can have themselves a little pop tart. There's um, just an assortment of snacks, and so um, it's hard come ten o'clock when that ten o'clock hunger hits me, knowing that just a few steps down the hallway is a dang sugar frosted pop tart. Strawberry, sugar-coated strawberry Pop-Tart just waiting for me. And sometimes I just say, you need to untie that thing because Terry has need of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you got to untie that Pop-Tart because Terry has, has need of it. But, so, anyway. I just, you know. Just letting you know that, you know, anyway, the way we brought that up was the Lord was hungry. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, the Lord was hungry. Jesus was hungry. Seeing in a distance a Pop-Tart tree. No, not Pop-Tart tree. See, now they're already on my mind. See, the Pop-Tarts, they're already on my mind. Ah, it's not good, man. 
it's too early for me thinking about a pop tart. So anyway, Jesus was hungry. He's seeing in a distance a fig tree uh, in leaf. He went to find out if it had any fruit. Um, <laughs> well, see, Mary, you're telling on me now. See, it was just before 12. <clears throat> made it so close. See, I'm trying to make it to 12. I almost made it. Almost made it. I got to wait till after, at least after 12. <laughs> the next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went out uh, to see if he went out to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing. Dang, that's like somebody putting the paper back in the in the in the basket without the pop tart. You see the you see the you see the little aluminum foil there, and you're like, oh, a pop tart, and you grab the thing and it's empty. Like, oh no, uh-uh, you can't be putting the empty wrapper back in the basket. That's what basically what happened here. He goes to the fig tree. He sees it looks like there's some fig. It looks like it's a fig tree. I think there's gonna be some figs on it, some pop tarts. You get up to the Pop-Tart tree, and no Pop-Tarts. Mm, I would lose it, too. That's about what it would take. I'd be, be out of my mind at that point right there. Jesus found nothing but leaves, nothing but paper. Just When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said, but he was hungry. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat another Pop-Tart from you again. <laughs> May no one ever eat another Pop-Tart in this conference room again. Mm. No, nah, he said, he cursed the tree. May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it. They heard him. I love that little phrase, that little, that little commentary. No, we heard it. We heard it with our own ears. Pastor Terry, he was he was cursing. <laughs> Pastor Terry was cursing that Pop Tart package. We heard it. <laughs> what's what's Terry doing in there? He's cursing that Pop Tart package. <laughs> uh, blasted thing. Because <laughs> it's empty. He thought he thought there was some pop. Watch this, y'all. He thinks there's some Pop Tarts in there. Hmm. So, anyway, the disciples heard it. Verse 15, on reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out. He was still hungry, probably. See, now he's mad. He's mad. Went to the fig tree, no figs. Got the, got the, uh, got the uh, outward appearance of uh, fruitfulness, but there, in actuality, there's no fruit. And then he goes to Jerusalem, enters the temple course, he's driving out those who are buying and selling there. The temple, the, the temple is like the fig tree, right? That's that's the point. That's the that's the the temple is a the fig tree is a metaphor for the for the temple. Because the temple has all this activity, it's quote in leaf, but it has no fruit. So the fig tree is a is a uh, is a is a symbol is a metaphor for the spiritual condition of the temple. Oh, it looks good. There's a lot of people going. There's a lot of people in and out of the temple. There's a lot of activity. 
There's a lot of buying and selling. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving bodies in and out, but it's dead. There's no fruit. And so he's overturning the money, just like he, see, just like he cursed the fig tree. Right now he's pronouncing judgment on the temple. Overturning the tables, money changers, and the benches of those who are selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Get that out of here. Jesus is like a he's like a seven point, he's like a seven foot four center. And they they like and they like a point guard trying to go to the basket with all they with all their with all their with all their goods. And Jesus is like just slapping that shot out of here. Get that out of here, boy. Don't be coming to me with that mess. That's what he's saying. They got doves, they're bringing doves down. They're trying to they're trying to cut down the lane. In with a dove and, and with some money, and Jesus is like swatting that out. Get that out of here, boy. Take that with you. Like, mm -mm, no. <laughs> and as he taught them, he said, "It is. Is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations?" But you have made it a den of robbers. There's supposed to be some figs on this tree. But you got all this activity. It's all, it's all, there's a lot of leaf. Ain't no figs. All leaf, no figs. You've made you've taken it out. You've taken out the most important part. It's, this place, place is supposed to be a house of prayer. For who? For all nations, for all people. You've made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. For they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. Because the whole crowd, they are like, yeah. When the prophet spoke, there's a prophetic voice here from Jesus. They're like, yeah, that's right. This is a this is a mess. This is the most. This is a, bring us into the relationship with God. This is a this is an enhance our relationship with the Lord. It's a distraction. It's stressful. It's a um, it's a financial burden. It's an emotional burden. This isn't a place where we can go with our, our petitions and our requests and our longing for God. It's where we got to go get money changed and buy doves and go through this big list of do's and don'ts and, and, and purchases of sacrifices. It's so far removed from what this is supposed to be. So when Jesus spoke, the people were amazed. The leaders were afraid because they've been upholding this nonsense. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, they went back to Bethany. We know that that was place, the place on, during Holy Week. That's where Jesus went to reprieve, to rest, Bethany. It was this place of rest. Just why a lot of counseling centers and retreat centers are often called Bethany, because it's a place of rest. So between his trips to Jerusalem, um, he would go to Bethany to recharge. To rest. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered to the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. 
Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it, and it will be yours. Hmm. What is it you need to believe for today? What is it? Maybe there's something that God is requesting of you. You need to untie and give it to him. But also, what is the, but perhaps also, what is the thing that you need to be asking of the Lord in prayer? Believe that you receive it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins, forgive you your sins. Is there unforgiveness in your heart? Who is it that you need to forgive today? Unforgiveness is, you know, it's a, it's a burden that uh, the sooner we let go of it, the better. Harboring unforgiveness poisons the water of our spirit. <clears throat> it just, um, just as poisons us, poisons our perspective, poisons our our outlook, poisons our future. And the sooner we can clean it out, the better off we'll be. Verse 27, they arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you authority to do this? You're causing a ruckus, we ain't gonna lie. You're cleaning the temple, you're knocking over tables, <clears throat> cursing that little fig tree on the way in. <clears throat> by what you 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 said that we've made this place a den of robbers. You said some pretty pretty harsh things there, Jesus. By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, "I I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what by what authority I'm doing these things." John's baptism was it from heaven? or of human origin? Tell me. John the Baptist, who went around water baptizing people for, uh, of rep for, for repentance, preparation for the kingdom of God. And then Jesus says, you tell us, you tell me, I'll answer you. I'll tell you what authority I'm doing these things. If you tell me by what authority John was doing his baptism. They discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, they feared the people, for everyone held that John uh, really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Like we said yesterday, they wanted to say it was of human origin. They didn't want to, they didn't want to admit it was of divine origin because they're supposed to be religious specially, special, specialists. They should know that. So they definitely don't want to say it's of God. They really want to say it's of human origin, but they're afraid of the people because the people wouldn't buy it because the people saw the work of God in the life and ministry of John the Baptist, so they're afraid. They, so they just want to say it's of human origin, but they're too afraid of the people. So they answered, we don't know. So Jesus said, neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. Jesus says, I'm not going to enter your trap, man. I'm not going to enter it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play your game. If you don't really want to know truth, if you don't really want to know uh, about the authority of God and who I am and what I've come to do. If you really are not interested in um, the saving activity of God, I'm not going to waste my time trying to defend myself to you. So if you're still just trying to work the crowd, if you're just trying to you know play the political game, then uh, I'm not your guy. I'm not going. I'm not going to entertain that. 
those who are truly were seeking me with in spirit and in truth. Now I got time for them. <laughs> if you're seeking me in spirit and truth, I got time for you. But if you're just trying to, you know, play a game and and ensure up your own power and position, I'm not really not really interested in that. So you're gonna be on your own. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks for uh thanks for being on today. Let's uh you know what we do. We pray after we read and we read. So we pray. Everybody gonna go out and get a Pop Tart now? We should pray first. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for my friends and the opportunity that we have to gather and read your word and learn and laugh together. God, I pray uh, that uh, you would apply your holy word to our hearts. Lord, if there is something that we need to untie, as it were, and give to you because you have need of it, Lord, we, we release that today. We, we pray that we would release it and we would use it we would turn it over to you so that you can use it for your purposes. Lord, if there's unforgiveness in anyone's heart, God, we, we surrender that to you because we know that uh, you for, have forgiven us for so much. And so, God, we choose today to forgive. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for uh, Jesus. We just thank you for what you have done for us, the teaching and making access to God possible. We are so grateful. We are so thankful for the mercy and kindness that you've shown us. Lord, I pray your blessing upon my friends today, whatever they have need of. May you just minister to their hearts, to their bodies, to their minds. Uh, just uh, pour out your blessings, Lord. Uh, you said whatever we need, ask for and believe that we'll receive it, and we will receive it. So, God, we believe that the things that we earnestly desire um, that you will provide. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you today, my friends. I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, Wednesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow. We're going to jump over to, uh, well, just Mark 12. We'll do Mark 12 tomorrow. So we'll stay in Mark again tomorrow. You guys have a fantastic uh, day. Thanks for liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing, all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. Um, you guys are the best. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.